welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dolman. Today, I am once again joined by James City County's Police Chief, Brad Reinheimer. Welcome, Chief. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so tell me, what's going on with James City County Police? Well, there's always stuff going on with James City County Police. Yeah. Uh, We continue to be very active in the community. Uh, We just completed a National Night Out event, Mm -hmm. uh, which went extremely well. We visited over 20 neighborhoods in the community, went out with McGruff and a lot of the community service officers, patrol officers, investigators. It's really a department function. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our volunteers were present. Um, It was was a great event. Uh, Each of the 20-so neighborhoods that we visited uh, just embraced us and welcomed us into their communities, and it was a great time to come out and and meet members of the community and for them to meet us. Well, and that's something that James City County does that's a little bit different. There's not one central event that people come out to. You go to where the residents are. That's true. I know uh, some other jurisdictions around us host one large event and invite the community there, mm-hmm. uh, where we go out into the community and visit those those neighborhoods. Uh, I, I think it's better for us to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, not, we're a larger locality right. size-wise. Uh, so it, it would be a difficult task, I think, to ask all those people to come to one location mm-hmm. uh, to meet with us. So we, we get out in the community and, and go to all the different neighborhoods. And it, it works great. Well, and I know that when you decide the neighborhoods that you're going to go to, neighborhoods need to contact you all about a month before, right, National Night Out, to get on your schedule. Yes, yes. And what we advertise for that, uh, we encourage uh, throughout the year, not just the month before, all through the year to sign up for National Night Out, let okay. our community service officer know you want to participate, and we'll get you on the list, and we'll be there. Very good. You have different teams that go out, right? We Is do. That- we do. Depending on the number of neighborhoods that we have, we split up into groups to make sure that we can visit every neighborhood. We don't get to spend but maybe 20 or 30 minutes at each neighborhood, but we hit all those different neighborhoods. Very good. So what else is going on? National Night Out, that was a big event. What else? National Night Out was a big event. Uh, We also just started our 49th Citizen Police Academy. Wow. 49th. That's Uh, a lot. It is. It's quite a few. We've been doing it now for about 25 years. We do two classes per year. Okay. Uh, And we just started the fall class last Wednesday was the opening night, and I'm the speaker on the first night. Uh, We have 28 residents that are in the class mm-hmm. and it seems like a really great group uh, and so that's just another great way for citizens to learn about the work that we do and for us to meet more of the citizens in our community and I I talk about this during the first night and I talk about this probably at every presentation that I go to but for me the thing that makes James City County such a great community is the involvement of our citizens mm-hmm. we can't do this job by ourselves and nope. we've been very fortunate that we have citizens who are who want to be involved uh, and stay involved in the community. And that's evident. Uh, I always ask that first night, I always ask the question, how many people were born and raised here in mm-hmm. James City County? And in this class, there were zero. Really? Uh, so that means every single person in that class came here uh-huh. from somewhere else mm-hmm. and they really liked it uh, and they decided to make this their home. And one of the reasons they really liked it is because it's a it's a community where they feel safe. And that's one of the things that we strive to do is keep our citizens feeling safe and really improve the quality of life and things that go on in James City County. So then, since you brought up safety, let's talk about safety. Where are we in terms of James City County and our crime rates or crime levels? Sure, it's a good question. 
crime rates in James City County are lower than the state average. Okay. Uh, and then the state average is lower than the national average. Okay. We do have the lowest crime rate of any of the localities here in our immediate vicinity. It's always close. Mm-hmm. Us and Williamsburg and York County are always very close with our crime rates. And every year when the state police puts that out, that's the first thing I go to to see where we are. Right. Uh, and I'm happy to say that we are the lowest. Not that Williamsburg or York County have high crime right, rates. Right. Uh, they're all very safe communities, uh, but I'm happy to say that we are the lowest right now. Very good. So what kinds of crime are we seeing here in our community? Yeah, most of the crimes that we see are, are property-related crimes. You know, we do have violent crime that occurs in James City County. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying we don't, uh, but not with the frequency you see in other areas, not very far from here. Most of our issues are property crimes. Okay. Uh, one of our biggest crimes are larcenies from vehicles. Really? Still? Uh, still. And we, we get that message out. We try hard. Uh, but we still have a lot of people who just don't lock their car doors. And, you know, that's one message I want to get out there to everybody is please lock your car door. Right. It's, it's not that difficult to it's, do. And if you get into the habit of it, it's just something that you'll automatically do every night. Sure. And, and you know, I'm old enough now. I remember when you had to lock your door, it was a, it was a chore. Right. And you right. had to press the button inside the door and then hold the <laughs> handle when you closed it. And you know, now you just walk away and press the remote and right. it locks the door. Uh, but people just, they get very comfortable because it's a safe community. Sure. And they don't think it's going to happen. So they, it's not ingrained in their memory to do it. It's not a routine for them, and we need to get everybody in that routine. Mm-hmm. Lock your car doors. Lock your house doors. It is a safe community, mm-hmm. but take that little step and save us, save us all a lot of trouble. Right, absolutely. So what other crimes do we see, other property crimes? We just had a recent incident uh, regarding skimming. Uh, okay. Where groups will come in or a person will come in and put a device over an ATM that mm. where, you, where you put your card in the machine. Uh, they'll leave it there for a few days. They'll come and take it, and once they get it back, it has all that information of every card that was used during those few days. Wow. Then they can get that information, and they can make replica cards, and they can go to ATM machines and withdraw money. Uh, and we've had that at a couple of the banks. Uh, it's been in the tens of thousands of dollars Goodness. Uh, that they've stolen. And you know We've heard about that a lot, and it happens, happens all across the country, but I think this is probably the first time it's happened uh, certainly at this kind of scale mm-hmm. uh, for us here in James City County. So we're investigating. Uh, we certainly have some leads and some suspects uh, just trying to track those folks down and hopefully get people their money back or get the banks their money back. Right. Typically, as long as you report something like that within a, a certain time period, the bank uh, will take that loss instead of the individual citizen. So people need to, much like they need to be a partner in keeping their car doors locked, they also need to be a partner in if you see something that looks funny on an ATM, notify somebody. Sure, absolutely. You probably use a certain ATM all the time. Mm-hmm. You probably go to the same ATM pretty regularly. If the card insert device looks a little different, call somebody. Right. Don't don't put your card in there because that could be a skimming device that's been placed on there. Uh, and we'll come and check it out or the bank will come and check it out and see. Uh, certainly could be that they installed a new device, but right. certainly much better to be safe than sorry. Absolutely. And you all, and I think that that's a misperception that people have that they don't want to bother you guys because you're busy out doing all this, you know, protection of the citizens, but you want to be bothered Absol- and it's not even a bother. No, absolutely true. Uh, you know, that's what we're here for. That's what we do. Right. Uh, that community involvement, if you see something, say something, 
Uh, that's a message we want to get out to everybody in the community. If mm-hmm. you see anything, anything that's suspicious, if you don't don't ever think oh, I don't want to bother the police. I'd, right. We'd much rather you you contact us. It's not a bother. Right. Contact us and we'll look into it. Well, and there's another telephone number because of course there's nine one one if you're seeing a crime in action or something like that. But there's another number, right, that people can call. Sure. The the main office number, which is where people would call if they wanted a variety of different different things, mm-hmm. uh, speaking to a community service officer, a school resource officer, they want to get their fingerprints done, things like that. Uh, house check, they can call 253-1800. Okay. Uh, they can call that number anytime, okay. not just during normal business hours. Okay. Uh, outside of normal business hours, that will transfer to our dispatch center. Okay. Uh, All so right. that's a good number. Don't want to have to remember too many numbers in your head. Right. Uh, so that's a good number to remember. Okay. 253-1800. 253-1800. All right. Very good. So what else is going on? We continue to have a lot of issues, and it's not just us. It's nationwide uh, with fraud and Mm. scams. Mm -hmm. Typical. Usually the same ones repeat over and over again, or occasionally they'll add a new one in there. Uh, The IRS scam is still one that's out there. Okay. And real quick, tell us what that's about. Yeah, I got a call. I got a call about a week ago from someone saying that my Social Security number had been used and that they suspended my Social Security benefits, and I needed to contact an administrator. So it had a, you could press a number, and you'd be transferred ah, to an officer. And sure. I did it, just kind of to see, uh-huh. uh, and had a conversation with a gentleman, a uh, brief conversation. telling He was telling me how the police were going to come and arrest me, Oh. Uh, but that I could settle things up right now if I paid a certain amount, and you know, I then proceeded to tell him who I was, and he quickly hung up on huh, me. That's which, weird. That, yes, that was very odd. <laughs> uh, but it, it's out there. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes people do fall for this. And when we do speak to groups or I go out to a community meeting, I, I tell everybody, if anything doesn't feel right, call us. Right. If it sounds too good to be true, it most likely is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old lottery scams where they say you've won X amount of dollars, right. but you have to pay the tax on it. Uh, anything like that, call us. Uh, If you don't make the call, if you don't initiate the contact, be extremely suspicious. Publishers Clearinghouse doesn't just call your house and say, I'm going to give you $10 million if you give me $5,000. Sure. You know, that's just not how it works. Right. Uh, There is no prince of some foreign country (laughs) who has $12 million that they're trying to get rid of. Wait a minute. That was my retirement plan. Yes. I'm sorry to tell you that, Renee, (sighs) but I don't think it's going to work out. But, but people, I mean, sometimes people do fall for these Absolutely. things. Absolutely. And then once you're victimized, you become victimized over and over again because mm. then they'll do another scam uh, right. serving as a recovery agency or even a police officer so they can recover your money uh, and they'll charge you an amount for that. And it's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. And, and we have a lot of people in this community who, who are pretty well off and they have that kind of financial resource and they can lose a lot of money that way. We right. see it. We see it. I mean, it happens. There's people out there right now who, who lose thousands and thousands of dollars to these types of scams. Right. In our own community. Absolutely. Now, I've heard there are some where people call and say that their child is in jail or getting ready to go to jail. Can you talk about that? Sure. And that's, and, and I'll talk to groups about this sometimes and someone will say, but I'm not on Facebook. I'll say, well, it doesn't matter if you're on Facebook. Right. Your grandkids are. Right. And your grandkids are posting pictures of them being out somewhere, uh, posting pictures of their grandparents or their parents. Mm-hmm. And people can easily get that information. Typically, they'll they'll put their names on there 
and, and I'll quick for instance is a, a grandchild who is over in Europe uh, on a school field trip mm-hmm. say uh, they post pictures on Facebook so someone who knows can go on Facebook see that this child is in Germany then they pose as the child call the grandparent who they got their name from their Facebook page call the grandparent and pretend to be the grandchild the grandparent knows they're in Germany right uh, and they come up with a pretty plausible scam about how they maybe got arrested or they needed some emergency medical treatment or something like that wow. and, and that they need money. And, and people do. They, that, that happens all the time as well. And just be cautious. Like Absolutely. Say, if, if you don't initiate the contact, be very cautious. Now, you had said, speaking of being out of the country, you had said something about a home check program or a house watch program. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Uh, it's a house check program. Okay. Uh, if you're going to be out of, out of the area, it doesn't have to be out of the country, just mm-hmm. if you're going to be away from your home for any extended period of time, uh, there's an online form. You can go out to the website and fill it out, or you can call that 253-1800 number. Okay. And we will come by your home while you're away, uh, walk around, make sure everything looks secure, uh, check your doors and windows just to make sure nothing's happened to your home. Just let us know when you're going to be back. and. Mm-hmm. We'll do that for you. And it's free. It doesn't, doesn't cost anything. Uh, we're happy to do it. What a great service. And so if you go to the website, it would be jamescitycountyva.gov slash police, right? That's correct. And then they can find all of that information. That's great. So what other programs do you have that are popular? We have so many. We really do. Uh, you know, We could spend an hour, I think, just talking about the different programs that we offer. We believe very strongly in community involvement mm-hmm. uh, and we devote a lot of resources and a lot of time into getting out into the community, uh, the prevention aspect of what we do. Right. So we do, uh, again, too many to mention, but uh-huh. some of the more recent ones we do, we do. We have an autism awareness campaign. Oh, what's that about? Uh, where if you have a child who's autistic, they can register and they can get a placard to put on their vehicle. Uh, so any first responders who might come into contact with them in that vehicle, they're aware that oh, that person, wow. they may respond differently right, to, right. The, to the noise or to the lights or to the officer themselves. We have a Citizens Forensics Academy, okay. uh, which is relatively new. Uh, you know, Forensics today, everybody loves watching those crime shows, right. CSI. And so we offer that to our citizens. Of course, I mentioned the Citizens Police Academy, but that's still probably our most popular program. Sure. We do coffee with a cop. We do coloring with a cop. We do ice cream with a cop. Anything we can think of to get out into the community, to get people to come up and talk with us right. and start that dialogue, start those conversations and develop those relationships so people aren't afraid to call us. Right. That's we, important. We, we really want citizens to feel like they're a part of keeping their community safe, and they do. And that's, that's really, that is what makes the difference here in James City County. Very good. Now, how many officers do you have? We have 105 okay. uh, full-time sworn officers. Okay. We have six civilian staff. Mm-hmm. We have two auxiliary officers who are volunteer officers. Uh, then we also have a community corrections component, okay. Colonial Community Corrections, that falls under us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so totally we have about 130 wow. employees. Okay. And is that about average for a community our size? I would say it's close. Honestly, it's hard to say. Uh, you know, communities are so different. There, right. There are quite a few communities who have fewer people than us who have more police than us. Okay. Uh, it really depends on the community. Okay. Uh, what type of crime, what type of issues they have in that community. Uh, we are we are very fortunate uh, to live in a great community. So our officer to citizen ratio isn't as high 
as you see in some other communities. Okay. Now, I know that the Law Enforcement Center is located there by Thomas Nelson Community College and Warhill High School. Is that where everybody pretty much spends the majority of their days or nights and then just dispatches from there? How does that work? No, we, we try not to spend much time there Okay. as far as the, the patrol function of what we do. You know, myself and command staff and some of the other civilian folks and records folks, uh, they do spend a good portion of their day there at the law enforcement center. But the majority of our department is dedicated to patrol. Okay. Uh, and those officers are out in their patrol zones. Okay. Uh, there's five different patrol zones in the county. So they're out there patrolling their zones, doing house checks, business checks, getting out, talking to people. Uh, and then answering calls for service from their zone, okay, which helps with response times. Sure, it just, it, they're more visible. Right, uh, people see them out there. And I know that the roads are getting ready to be a lot busier with schools getting back into session. Do you have any tips that you'd like to offer folks? Sure, school's starting in just a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, so please be careful when you're out there on the roads. Obviously, remember to stop for school buses loading and unloading mm-hmm. children. That is an area where we do get complaints. You can pass a school bus if it's unloading and and loading when you're on the opposite side of a divided highway. Okay. Which always creates confusion. Sure. And and the example I'll use is Norge, maybe by Jamestown Feed and Seed. Okay. Uh, There's a center turn lane. Right. And people think that's a divided highway, and that is not a divided highway. A divided highway, there needs to be some sort of physical barrier, whether it be a median with grass, a jersey wall, or something to separate the directions of travel. Uh, a turn lane is not a divided highway. Uh, and I've actually stopped cars there because they've passed a school bus sure. that was unloading, going the other direction, and they thought that was a divided highway, and it's not. Merrimack Trail, uh, portions of Merrimack Trail, also the same way. Uh, that is not a divided highway, so you do need to stop uh, for a stop school bus that's loading or unloading either in your direction or in the other direction. But well, just, n- just n- be careful. You know, the kids are out there, and kids aren't paying attention. Now. A lot of times they'll have their earbuds in or their mm-hmm. headphones on, something, and they're not paying attention. That school bus stops, and as soon as that school bus stops, they're jetting out across the street. Right. Uh, and if you're not paying attention, something serious can happen. So just be very careful. Well, I think what you just said about in front of Norge and in Merrimack Trail not being divided highways, I had no idea. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not there very often, so I'm pretty confident that I haven't flown by a school bus, but I would just assume it's, you know, two lanes going each way. It's a divided highway. Yeah. There has to be something there, some sort of barrier, some physical, like I said, either a median, uh, a wall or something to separate the lanes. I know that in other places in the country, there have been issues between the police departments and their communities. How is James City County's police force viewed by folks in this community? That's a great question. We are viewed very favorably uh, by members of the community. And a few years ago, when you were having some of those issues throughout the country, I tell people all the time, every day, people were bringing cakes and cookies and donuts (laughs) to the office. But no, the community views us very favorably. Uh, and that, that really helps us do our job. Uh, we have an officer who came from a, another nearby locality, and she always jokes about how people wave to her when she drives through communities, and uh, that didn't happen where she came from. Sure. Uh, so we, we place a lot of value on that. And you know, when I became chief, and I've been chief now for over five and a half years, okay. uh, it's gone by very quickly. Yes, it has. Um, 
and I was fortunate. I came up through the department, mm-hmm. so I knew we had a really good department. I mm-hmm. knew we had a good relationship with our community, and, and they trusted us. Uh, but I wanted to try to improve in, in one specific area, and that was how officers dealt with citizens every single time. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean by that is, you know, an officer could be out working a shift and, you know, they handle a crash, a DUI, they got three reports to write, and then a citizen calls because they lost their purse or mm-hmm. locked their keys in their vehicle, which to that officer may seem trivial, but to that citizen, it, it's a big deal. Absolutely. Like, maybe the only time they ever call the James City County Police Department. So I came up with a, a, a saying, I guess, is every single citizen contact is an opportunity to have a positive impact on the community. And I push that out and push that out and remind officers of that all the time. Mm-hmm. And our officers really buy into that. And, and I see that in the number of compliments that I get. Nice. Uh, every day, every day I get compliments from citizens about officers and how they responded during a non-emergency situation, mm-hmm. uh, helping change a flat tire or uh, helping them find their lost purse mm-hmm. or unlock their vehicle, things like that. that right. You know, people don't think it's a big deal. The officers, and if an officer looks at it and thinks it's just a, it's just a bother or, or trouble they don't want to get into or don't want to deal with, the citizen knows that and they feel that. Right. But if the officer looks at every single contact, every single contact they have with the citizen, as an opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, they'll treat them different, and they do. They really do. Uh, and our officers do a great job. Our officers do this job for the right reasons, mm-hmm. and it shows. It shows in their attitude. Uh, it shows in how they interact with citizens, and our citizens and our officers get all the credit because they they work very well together. They do a great job, and it makes my job easy. Very good. I know that something that people are concerned about are the number of distracted drivers that they see on the road. Is that an issue that we have here in the county? Absolutely. I don't think I could drive down the street without seeing somebody who's distracted. Some are perfectly legal, but okay. they're still distracted when they're driving. Some are not legal. Pay attention mm-hmm. when you're out there driving, and especially for an adult uh, with a small child in the vehicle or especially a teenager in the vehicle. And I'm sure people have told you that before, but kids watch their parents right. and they copy their behaviors uh, if you're texting and driving or you're on the phone and you're driving or you're just not paying attention, you're eating your breakfast while you're driving, mm-hmm. you're putting on your makeup, whatever the case may be, right? Um, pay attention. Pay attention to your driving. And uh, so many crashes we see are being caused by distracted drivers. Be careful. Uh, a vehicle is a very dangerous piece of equipment. Absolutely. And I think sometimes you get so comfortable, you're so used to driving, you're so comfortable doing it. Right. Uh, you don't think much of it. Uh, next thing you know, someone pulls out in front of you or you stop school bus or a child or an animal, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're distracted, your response time is going to change dramatically and you're not going to be able to react the way you need to react. And, and we see it. We see it almost daily uh, with crashes that occur in the county. And if people would just be more responsible, uh, look, think about what you're doing, pay attention, don't be distracted, whatever that distraction is, right. whether it's your phone, your texting, whatever the case may be. Uh, it's not just the phone. There's other things that can distract you mm-hmm. as well, but just pay attention and be careful when you're out there. All right. Good thing to know. Well, before you came on, I heard a rumor about you and that you are not just an incredible police chief. You're also a bit of an amateur golfer. <laughs> Am I right? Well, both of those are funny statements. I don't know who you were talking to. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love my job. Yes, Absolutely you love do. my job. Yes, you do. Um, and I love to play golf as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
I, I think you probably already heard this before, <laughs> but I'd feel amiss if I didn't mention it. So I did have my first ever hole-in-one uh, Wow! on February the 26th. I know the day. Yeah. It's approximately 4 p.m. Was this on a miniature golf course? No, this was on a real golf wow, course. Wow, okay. Uh, my first ever, and I was very happy and very proud of that. And I've told everybody numerous times, you included, that I've accomplished that task. So it's one thing I can cross off my, my bucket list. You I got, did good. I got a hole-in-one now. Very impressive. Another thing that I have heard about you, there was a TV show that has recently ended that you were quite the fan of. Am I right? Uh, yes, of course. Of course. And that is Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. My wife got me into watching Game of Thrones. She'd been watching it all along, uh, but I just got into it a couple of years ago, so I had to catch up. So we binged to watch the first, I don't know, five or six seasons. Right. Uh, but then we've been watching the last couple of seasons and of course the last season, which it was, it was really good. Uh, you know, some things you were disappointed in, some things you were surprised about, but it's a great show and we enjoyed watching it. Uh, a lot of friends who watch it too. So mm-hmm. it was always the Monday morning conversation at the gym. Ah, yes. Uh, I was talking about Game of Thrones and everything that happened on Sunday night, except it was too, it was late. It was past my bedtime. But you did really good. You stayed up this year. I did. And then I was tired all day. But I, I stayed up to watch it, so I'm usually in bed by 9.30 because uh, I get up pretty early in the mornings. Um, it, it was a great show. I enjoyed watching it. I'm sad to see it end, so mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what kind of spinoffs come from it. Yeah. And if there's anything else coming down the road. But I'm not a big TV watcher, right? really, especially those types of shows because mm-hmm. I have a hard time keeping up. This one just really piqued my interest, and it was, it was a very interesting show. All right. So, as you know... Got a few fun questions that I want to ask that have nothing to do with golf or Game of Thrones or your job. Oh, goodness. I remember very clearly the first time you were on the podcast, I asked what you did for fun or something when you weren't working. And you said you mow your grass and that that was just something that you were able to be out there and, you know, you're in nature and you're within your own thoughts and I remember that. Yes. It was very it's very therapeutic. Yes. I still do it. Put my headphones on and mm-hmm. get on a lawnmower and just cut grass. And cut grass. All right. So, first question. What is your favorite childhood memory? That's an easy one. Yeah? Three years old. It's my oldest childhood memory. It's my first childhood memory. Uh, on Christmas morning, I got a Guns of Navarone set uh, for Christmas and I Played with that toy I mean, <laughs> probably for 10 years until I think I lost all the pieces and wow. broke it. But that's probably my favorite. Ch- I, I remember that day. That's my youngest childhood memory. And and I say I was three. I, I think I was three, three or four years old during that Christmas. But I remember uh, thinking about it today. I can still remember seeing that box under the Christmas tree. Well, okay. So speaking of your childhood, what was your favorite subject in school? Math. Math. I always liked math. Uh, when I was a kid, I remember my, my mom used to use me as a kind of a game at parties. She'd bring me out and <laughs> ask me addition, <laughs> subtraction problems. And I, I just was, I was always good at math. I enjoyed math. Uh, so math was definitely my favorite subject. Nice. Once we got into the more complicated math, yeah, you know, algebra and trigonometry and calculus, it wasn't quite as much fun. <laughs> But definitely when I was young in elementary school, math was probably my favorite subject. Very nice. Not physics. 
Because I no. thought everything was physics. Well, everything is physics. Okay. You can you can explain everything with physics. Okay. Uh, but physics is more of a complicated science. Oh, sure. Math's, sure. Math's pretty simple. Okay. Who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Oh, that's easy. Is it? Absolutely. Who? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Is it because of the hair? It's because we look alike. <laughs> very, very similar good. hairstyles. Yes, and I'm, I'm a Bruce Willis fan. I've seen a lot, a lot of his movies. I really like the role that he plays, and yeah, that, that's who I'd pick to play me. Okay, is it'd Di- be a very boring movie though. I don't think I don't think many people would come and watch that's it. That's not true. And is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas movie. Okay, no good. doubt in my mind. Very good. All right. Well, Brad, thank you so much. As always, you've come in and you've done a great job. Well, thank you, Renee. It's we- a pleasure being here. I enjoy it. Thank you. We appreciate all the work that you and your officers do for our community. Thank you. Continue to support your local police department. Absolutely. Tell our citizens all the time, and they do a great job of it. Uh, Help us in any way you can, and it really makes our job a lot easier, and it makes our community safer. And lock your car doors. Lock your doors. Car and house. Car and house. Very good. All right. Thanks, Brad. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode. And while you're online, go to our website or at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to find all of our episodes as well as a form where you can give us feedback on the show, give us future show ideas, guest ideas, whatever you'd like to say. We would love to hear from you. So thanks again, and we will talk with you next week.